what I've learned. The best of the best have got the final. Watch your goals for the next six months. Hey everyone, Tom Panos here with Michael Bergio from Novak Properties. Hey guys, Hello, Tom. Good, Mate, good. I am so pumped and excited to have a real estate gym member here who at the moment is in competition to win the My Prospector competition. Yes. You are out there and you are pumping those calls away. I mean, how many calls have you done in the last like four or five days? 550. 550 yes. calls. Okay. Now, for everyone that's watching this video, I want you to know that this guy here at 25 years of age, already for the calendar year, and there's still six, seven months to go, has written how much in fees? 790. 790 in fees. You will crack a million dollars. Yes. 100%. Non-negotiable. That is the non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. That's your goal, is it? Yes. Hit a million bucks. Okay. For the people watching this video, Michael, you... um, Domino's Pizza. Tell me a little bit about you worked at Domino's Pizza for how long? Eight years. So really eight years. Eight years. So started there when I was thirteen after school. Yeah. By the age of fourteen, I was the manager. Yeah. Um, running the local store, working more hours at Domino's than I was going to school. I just loved to work. So then the only thing that stopped me being the store manager was I had to go to school. So I got I just worked at Domino's all the way through to real estate managing. So, 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 Domino's right through till real estate? Yes. And what did you do when you finished school? Went to uni to study economics and accounting. And then, so you, from when you finish school to when you build up to uni, you're like, yes, school. I didn't like school. I liked working, making money, didn't like academics. Right. So, from when HSC finished to high school, you amp yourself up, sat in the first um, lecture and it's like, no, this ain't for me. So how long did you last at uni? I did, well, I paid for two semesters, only went to one. Okay, so half a year at half uni? Half a year, yep. Okay, and then into real estate? Then straight into real estate. Okay. Um, Domino's Pizza, do you learn anything that's useful for real estate? Yes, 100%. Um, the systems in place they have, like to be one of the largest pizza franchises going out and taking a share price to them from $2 when I started to $70 now. They are a beast in what they do. So learning those systems and making, sort of like getting a listing live, there's processes, same with making so a pizza. So Domino's is a very process driven business. Huge. So you learn the importance of rituals, habits, yes. systems, process. Open checklists, closed checklists, midday checks. Obviously you're dealing with food, um, you've got all the fluff around it. So, so, so gang, this is a very important issue because what we're saying is that we've seen a business go a share price from two bucks to 70 bucks, you're yep. saying. Um, and what you're also saying to me is that it was a very checklist oriented business. Yes. And real estate, generally speaking, is the opposite. People don't have systems. People Correct. don't have process. People go in there and they don't know how to handle free time. Yes. And somewhere along the line is, you're, you know, you're pumping out so many calls. Tell me a little bit about what your day looks like, you know, in real estate now. With, I'm not as organized throughout the day because as probably most agents sort of riding that level, right. because my sort of mentality, if I was only working eight hours, then right. you probably would have to be right. because you've only got eight hours to work with. But I'm generally in the office 
7 a.m. I don't leave till 10, 11 o'clock, five, six days a week. So I've got to... Gang, have a listen to what we're talking. He goes in, he's 25 years of age. 25? Yeah. You're going in at 7 a.m. and you're working till 10, 11. Yeah. This is not just this week for this interview. This is since I started. Okay. So that's three and a half years. Guys and girls, hustle and grind if you're watching this in your 20s so you can start chilling in your 30s and 40s. But it started with Domino's. I was at school, went to school, I was eight till three. I would then go to Domino's four till midnight. So I've never, I've always done something from that time frame. So, and one school I didn't like, Domino's I did. So with real estate, it gives you the opportunity to work 18 hours in a day doing something for you. Okay. Are you like, out of curiosity, I just want to know, is this, a, why are you so hungry? I saw it with my dad. He, I always try and work harder than he works. Even when I was at school, Domino's, I'll get home thinking, yeah, I'll get home later. So it's a, it's a family, family effort that you yeah. think come down through you? 100%. Okay. Um, how many days do you work? Seven. Seven days. You work every day? Yeah. You love it? I love it. It's, if I'm not working, I'm working. Okay. If, um, can I talk to you a little bit about, you know, your uh, non-negotiables yeah. in real estate? What are they? Jim, like I've lost 50 kilos and that's changed. Help. Wow. 50 kilos. Can we get a fat photo to have that? Yeah. Or, or, you don't, or you hide that? <laughs> no, 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 I've got it on my phone. Yeah, you can have it. Oh, man, if we can have a fat photo, <laughs> get it inserted in this video yeah. or on there, that'd be great. So you lost 50 kilos. And that started with that non-negotiable of up training, healthy mind. Even at the moment, um, I'm not training as hard because I've got a, neck, I've got a surgery next week, right. which will suck for my prospect. I'm out for a few days. Right. Um, but even now, I can see the difference in myself when I train in the morning, regardless if it's... Um, hard or not hard training, just getting up and training to not training. And there's a huge difference. You're almost trying to um, compensate with coffee, Red Bulls, to try and get you up to that high where if you just get up and train. Okay, so you're feeling like a winner if you train yep. because firstly, you're up. You're up. Secondly, is you're saying that there's something that replicates the chemicals that you get out of caffeine yep. out of exercise. Yes. So you feel better. Yep. What do you, when you um, train in the morning, what time do you train? Five to 5.30. What do you do? At the moment, I was doing weights at the moment, lightly to build for my neck injury, but I did, um, I was part of a TV series which really kicks out the weight loss, where it's called Wimp to Warrior. Um, they took someone who's never fought before, put him in a six month UFC boot camp, and then had a fight at Luna Park. And that training ritual was, we were up at you five. You did that? Yeah. Wow. So I had a fight at Luna Park in front of like 3,000 people. How'd you, how'd you go? You... Split decision, but it was the fight of the night, which was all you can ask for. It was the only one that went three rounds. Everyone else sort of got knocked out. Any video content on that? We can yeah, see? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, this is great. We've got a fat fighter. We've got you as a warrior. Um, we've got you as the, you know, the agent that at the moment is probably pumping out in the top 1% of calls in the country as a 25-year-old. Tell me, um, agents struggle to do the prospecting that they should, right? So we're going to go about the non-negotiables for a moment. Yep. Sorry for deviating. That's One fine. of them you've talked about Jim, but Jim. I want to talk to you about this prospecting for a moment, Michael. What's the secret if a guy or girl that's watching this to pump out the calls that you're pumping? Is there any tips that you can give them on prospecting? I think, as we sort of said earlier, it's not just prospecting calls, it's prospecting and marketing. Right. So if you make a call, it's only marketing yourself to one person. Right. Now there's sources of marketing that you can do with a billboard on the main road, which will get 40,000 touch points. So it's almost, they, they may not need you, but they see your name. So then 
and then you get another signboard or a DL card. So, so, so what, okay, so what you're saying is, apart from, and we'll touch on it in a moment, apart from, because oh, I, I do want to get down to the bottom of, you know, the secrets of actually making those calls, but park that for a moment. Yeah. We'll go back in a second. You're saying that marketing is prospecting. Yes. Right. Um, what kind of marketing do you do? Billboards? Billboards, love yeah. it. I, my theory was, one, the Coke sign in the cross is such a huge identifier for that area. Two, you look at Woolworths and Coles, just you see signage there where they don't have a shop. So if they can market themselves where there's no shop there, why can't I market myself in my community on properties or areas that, doesn't, that I'm not selling or leasing? Why, okay, why so can't you, I just put my name there? So, so um, how, how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you put your name on a, a property that you're not selling? Do a deal with the landlord. So um, a couple ways to do it. One, you can pay them, go, yeah. hey, you've got a building, no one uses a sign, yeah. I'll pay you 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks. I just want to put a sign up there and they go, okay. okay. Or find out more because you, I want mass. I want five, 10, 15 of them. So you can't keep forking out. But once you know that landlord, find them something they want. How can I help them? You want to buy that property or you want to buy this style of property. Let me get it for you as a reward. Can I do this? Okay, so what you're saying is get creative um, in marketing about um, um, law of reciprocity. Do something yes. for someone on somewhere that you want to be visible. Um, um, pay to have a billboard up. What do you normally have? We might have a few photos of some of your billboards, but generally what is it, just you? So I've changed now. So at the first two years, I wouldn't put my face because I look like a baby. Right. And there's two aspects, which a lot of new people in real estate, because it's, you see a million dollar agent putting their face on it, but they look seasoned. They look like they've got experience. And then you're fresh in the industry, maybe in your low 20s, and they go, you're calling yourself an expert, but right. you, I know you've only been in it for one day, so I'm right. not even going to call you. So what I did for the first, only up until now, I put my face on things. Um, I wouldn't put my face on it. I'd just say commercial property expert, property expert, Michael Bergio. So my first, before I even knew what commercial real estate was, I painted a building, put my name on it, saying I was an expert at it, and my mentality was, I better become an expert pretty quick. Okay. So what you're saying is, um, you didn't feel comfortable putting your face because Correct. you felt like um, your audio wasn't matching your video, and your video was that too young for the message that you had. So what you're saying is, um, just got your name out there, positioning as property expert, property expert. Yep. Uh, billboards, what other kind of marketing are you doing? Um, DLs, and then Australia Post Direct Mail. Tell so, me a little bit of, about, about that, Australia Post Direct Mail. So what did you... Um, it's, so it's um, a, a named an address. So I've got a core catchment area, say Brookvale, DY, Chroma Commercial properties, and I know they're your sphere of influence on the Northern Beaches. One common thing I've noticed with all the clients I do business with, they have some sort of land holding or property in Brookvale. Right. So I just want to target that every two weeks. DLs don't get past the junk mail, and if they do, automatic, people just throw them out straight away. Right. Look, throw. So what do you do instead? So direct mail, which is an Australian Post service by Bing, I think B-I-N-G, yeah. where basically I come up with the letter or the brochure or the message I want to send out, um, you do sort of like print PDF, which goes print to Bing. Yeah. They, you, you've got to merge. So you RP data, so RP data, Brookvale, property addresses or owners. Yeah. Then I uh, export that on a CSV, yeah. merge that with my message. So it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith or just um, dear occupant, 
Ada Avenue. One, yeah. two, three, Ada Avenue. Yeah. Then I send that to Bing, 1,500 letters, and they distribute it. They print it, fold it, deliver it, gets through the door, gets past the no In an envelope? In an envelope. Is it on your letterhead or their letterhead? Plain white, uh, plain white envelope. Right. When they open it, if it's um, a covering letter, it'll be on letterhead, but then it'll probably be a, bro a property brochure inside right. or market information. Okay, so guys and girls, uh, what he's doing is, um, you know, and you're spending a few dollars on that because that would be, a, like, what's that, a buck or two? 1500 bucks? bucks every two weeks. 1500 bucks for how many? Oh, about 1300 Okay, so um, you're paying a little bit, but what you're saying is you're getting cut through and you have get, outsourced that as a process. Yes. It's done. You do that every month or every... Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yep. That's a non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Okay, so we're beginning to see some activities that some people know they should do. You've turned them into musts. Yes. Right? They're, you know, they're, they're part of your process. Um, what else What else do you do? You Manly daily, uh, I've got a tw and whatever you do, you've got to do it for 12 months. None of this, I'll try it for two, it doesn't work. Right. You've got to do it 12 months and commit to it. So with Manly daily, we've got a double page spread as a company. I've bought the top right corner with a promotion for 12 months it, and then the message will come. The message on it is, um, S, um, oh, what is it? The message is, uh, SMS me, find out what your property's worth in three minutes. S so what we'll do is we'll have a link to your um, yep. the ad, one of the ads, we'll have a link to one of your letters on Bing, we'll have a link to a billboard yep. to allow people to see examples of some of the stuff that you do, okay? Um, um, I want to talk to you about prospecting. When you're making these calls, yep. what do you say when you call people? Call with a purpose right. and call with only one or two things. Right. So at the moment, I've got 100 listings on the right. market. Right. I can't just... So, so just for our viewers, let them know what kind of sector you operate. You do commercial leasing? Yeah, commercial sales and leasing. So right. that's your freestanding buildings where you'd see the TAB in it, uh, office leasing, shops, ground floor, the whole building and developments. Right. And then there's some overflow on residential, but I focus more on your right. core so, business. Right, so, so you're calling people for a reason? Yes. And what are you giving them? Information on what? So generally, I'm dealing with works about buying. Usually works, a lot of landowners own, there's a couple who own majority of the land. Right. So you're work, working with buyers right. to get deals. So instead of calling a vendor- To, to get a listing, you're, you're calling buyers. Effectively, you right. go there with the silver party. I've got a buyer who would buy this property, or right. if I've got a great new listing on the market, and I've got 800 buyers to call, I'll call 800 in two days. None of this, only 50 calls a day call for a specific property and a reason because when you're when you're making that call you don't want to say oh you're looking to buying selling renting call no, with no, a purpose no. call with a purpose call but, like but, you're busy but, but guys and girls if you're watching this video and saying hang on a second but i'm not in commercial makes no difference if you're in residential you call with a reason yes you call you you tell them listen i'm the reason i'm calling you is there's a property that's come up in your street and i'm the expert in this yes. area for our company would you like to know what the new value of your home is or would you like me to keep you in contact on what's going to go on with that property correct and the same when it sells so what you're saying is call with a purpose how long do your calls last generally 10 uh, if it's just a yay or nay it's probably 10 to 15 seconds right. because it's a yes or no yeah, you, I'll lose credibility if I'm trying to drag out the conversation right. just to make a conversation. They're either, then if they're interested in real estate, they've got an agent on the phone, so they're going to sort of filter. They're going to, they're going to talk to me if they want to talk to me. If they don't, then sort of end the conversation. So, 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 so Michael, when do you do your calls? Is there a specific time or it just changes? 
changes depending on the, the what's the next day so appraisals or inspections booked love to get them out in the morning because there's no distractions but the reality is if someone calls me and they want to sell a property 8 a.m i'm there 7 a.m regardless of call time because i know i can make up the time i'm not working on eight hours i'm working on 18. i've got time you've got time okay um uh, have you got an assistant no no okay so you're working on your own you're doing these these numbers you're putting in the yep. hours you plan to put one on? Yes, just in the middle now. Found right. one, I like her, she's good. Right, okay, and what is she gonna be doing for you? Admin? Admin, more my gatekeeper um, within the office. So when I'm going from multiple processes within an office where I could be doing a residential listing and then you've got the processes there. Then I've got a commercial sale listing, processes down that track. Um, do a lot of management, onboarding that way. So it's a, lot, it's a lot of different heads of people I've got to speak to. So I want her to be my gatekeeper. I speak with her and she runs everything else. I'm just face to face. So okay. Are you um, organised or disorganised? Disorganised. Okay. Yeah. But you can still get by writing big numbers being um, disorganised. Yeah. Um, um, it's just the nature of you as a person. You've got to work hard and be fast um, and speed and just enthusiasm. The amount of deals I've gotten where they've walked in, and there's like, we love your enthusiasm. You'll get like, you're just so right. keen for the business. And that's where you trump experience where if- you Are you up against experienced people? Oh, yeah. So this, yes. Okay. So my competitors have got 15 to 30 years on you. And then you're still trying to win business over them. So let's talk about that because a lot of the people that watch this video are in that situation. They're less than five years. Yep. And they're up against people that have been in it for more than 15 years tips on winning business against them? I, I make the joke straight off the bat going, well, anything good 20 years ago is irrelevant these days. So I sort of break the ice there, but then you sort of go to them, yeah. Like that. <laughs> so yes, I don't have the 20 years experience or that sales, but I will work harder than all of them and I'm available 24 seven. A lot of the other agents and half the time they've experienced it where they've called them and they're only working Monday to Friday. I'm on the phone 7 a.m. up until 11, Saturday, Sunday. They're not working as much as me. I'll work harder and get the best result and be available. Therefore, if a buyer wants to see it on a Sunday, I'll be there. If they want to see it Saturday, I'll be there. I've had appointments up until, oh, it was 11.59. Midnight was the latest appointment I've had. I was in the office, they inquired um, at 10.30, corresponding. Um, they, I, they said they did shift work. So I was like, well, they're gonna be busy during the day. The only time they're gonna see property is now. So I said, well, do you want to go see it? And she's like, when? I go, now. Are you in the area? She only lived 10 minutes away. I go, I'll meet you at the, I'll meet you at the property. Being available, it's key. Outwork the competition. Energy wins business. Um, bring new business energy to the table. But I love what you said there. Sitting there in front of a client without being a smart ass and saying to them, hey, listen, anything that was good 20 years ago is irrelevant today. Yes. But just doing in a, it in a nice in a good way. way. In a good way. But then going off and saying, listen, Hey, I might not be here for 20 years, but I can tell you, I work 24 seven. You can call me anytime. Yes. I will outwork the competition. I will work harder than any of these agents that have been going on for years for you. And I think if people see that in they your actions it. and your energy, they get that. They, they realize do. this is an energy sport. Um, other tips that you can give to uh, young agents about you know, competing against experience? Or is that, that sort of covers it because if you're looking, um, most clientels we're dealing with are older and they know there's a generational shift and they're all looking for that next 
big thing or that next new new thing or person. And I really emphasize on that, especially in my market or a residential market going, because you already hear that, that um, billionaire overnight or the new whiz kid, or they're, all, they're looking for it. So just feed that and go, I am that new person. I okay. am the new one who's going to change the game. Here yeah. I am. Yeah, and I think, I, I think Michael, real estate agents should not be scared meeting a client because every time you meet a client, that client is hoping that that agent that walks through the door is that special person they've been waiting to meet. Correct. Don't go in with the mindset, oh, I hope they, they, they don't say something that scares me. I hope they don't tell me the other agents are cheaper. Actually walk in with what you bring to the table because yes. they're looking for someone to change their life. Um, Michael, I want to ask you, you said gyms are non-negotiable, personal marketing, yep. prospecting, um, anything else? Always working. Just, Always working. There's no days off. Um, a buyer doesn't care. A seller doesn't care. They call you Friday, sorry it's my day. No. I love now, like I just had a conversation with a buyer then, um, a good client, done a lot of business with. I called him at nine. He had a decent rapport. So I called him at nine o'clock. He was at the gym. He's finished at like 10.30. He goes, I was hesitating to call you. I know you're always working. I said, you always call me back. I don't care if it's 11 o'clock at night. They go, I know I should have. So you're just always working. Just no make days it easy off. To no get attitude clock. of got a day off. Okay. okay. Gang, there's another great piece of uh, advice. Have an attitude that there's no such thing as if I've got a day off. Yes. Um, make it easy for clients to get a hold 100%. of you. 100%. And never make them feel bad. A lot of times, oh, like especially commercial, they, um, I know it's the weekend. Are you working? Yes, I'm working. I love to work. Energy, call, um, make them feel comfortable for calling you. Okay, can I talk to you a little bit about being young, is social media part of your real estate strategy? Non-stop. Facebook. Non -stop. Facebook. And Instagram I started, so. Okay, tell me a little bit about Facebook. Do you pay for any Facebook ads? Three to $500 a month. Yeah, what's that go towards? Um, Generally listings, right. uh, promoting listings or information. If there's a great article on financial review, I'll publish it and I'll pay 10, 20 bucks to promote it. Okay, you Education. got a business page or personal page? Uh, business page. Business page, okay. Um, and you post every day? Uh, every two to three. Every two to three days? Instagram's every probably day or two. Right. Um, I love to post fashion. You've got right. to have an identity and a brand right. behind the brand. I can see you're well-dressed, better dressed than me, but you're obviously someone that is uh, fashion conscious. Yes. And um, tell me, what do you post on Insta? So I've got fashion combo, so suit and tie combination. Then there would be properties, relevant yeah. leasing, sales, properties that come up, and then a quote and just cycles through that routine. So can, there's can, a structure. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry to ask you some fashion advice because I'm not very fashion. The way I'm dressed now, if I was to put a, would, would you put a, a, a pocket square here? Can I? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Pretty ladies on it. Is, is, is there a special way you do this? Guys, sorry, but just. You... The way I do it, you. <laughs> can you just put it that way and just put your... Sorry, my, my video crew industry media. Oh, you do that? Yeah. Okay, so everyone's watching. This is a way to do a pocket square. Now. Perfect. Bang. A point of difference to right. a client. You've got three agents walking to you the know, house. Does, does this go with this colour? That was phenomenal. Add a bit of splash of colour. Black and brown. You know, I'm Black feeling... I'm sort of feeling... I don't know, it's just pumped me up a little bit. Are you sure it looks alright? Yeah, phenomenal. Love it. Okay. 
But you walk into it with meet a client for the first time, you're wearing black and grey, and they just see that splash of colour. They're going to remember that. Right. Or like the little glasses. It's a point of difference. Yes, you've got the, gla got the glasses there. So, Gav Rubenstein. Eat your heart out, brother. Have a look at that. Pocket square tie suit. Is that what you call it? Black jeans. Jacket, pocket square, colour, whatever the combo Done is. Done it. <laughs> Alrighty. So, gang, uh, let's let's go off. So, um, what, what, what what are you passionate about in real estate? Putting deals together. It doesn't matter if. Uh, are, you good, are you a good deal maker? I believe so. I um, I may not. I don't have the twenty years or the experience, but if you've got all intention to at the end of the day, they want to buy, they want to sell. Just don't fuck it up in the middle. Right. Simple as that. So. Work hard, be successful, and don't sit on a deal for overnight. A lot of people will get the offer, or it may be a low offer and you're shy to call the owner. Just get it done and make it work. Love putting the deals together. It doesn't matter if it's um, a rental leasing for $100 a week or a $15 million sale, like it's, it's exciting. Michael, what do you reckon if you got better at would have a profound impact in your business? Probably, uh, oh, tough question. Don't normally ask it, but yeah, I think organisation and just that's why I put the P on. At the moment, I'm juggling too many deals. I'm not giving them my plus one. Everything's a plus one. You don't know where it's going to lead. Plus one meaning uh, just beyond the call of duty. Of course, it's either they call you, you're there in three minutes, and you come back and you drop information off recent sales. Just, I haven't reinvented the wheel. I'm just doing it faster and 24 seven right. to everything. So if I got more organized and I could have a better pack, you could say, or just general, yeah, it's more organization. That's why I've got a PA. You got a CRM I can't, system? Sorry? CRM system? Yes. You use any database, which one? Agent box yeah. and my phone. Okay, you, you explain to me about your phone. I mean, everyone's got CRM systems, so but your phone, what's your phone? Every call I receive, I save the number. So if a buyer calls me, it's got a code B, name, and the property they inquired about. I've got a pretty good memory. So it would be, Tom, you called me regarding a place in Brookvale. It would be B, Tom, the address. That will save their tenants, potential tenants for leasing, same, and owners. O, their name, and the property address. The power, because I'm dealing with a lot of repeat clients, yeah. the, the credibility I get and how warm and fuzzy I make them feel when they call me and I'm like, John, how are you going? They're like, how do you know? I go, well, we spoke regarding 680 Pitwood Road. If I see that property, I know when I sold it or when it was on the market. We spoke 12 months ago regarding this property. They're like, oh, I remember. Bang, icebreaker. Okay, I'm gonna follow your career intently. I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna be you know, studying you in the real estate gym with my prospect. I'm gonna study you um, again because it's really exciting. I don't normally get a lot of 25 year olds that come in here with the amount of energy you've come in, with the amount of productivity, but you've got the runs on the board. I mean, yes. we're talking about a guy that is gonna smash $1 million minimum. in fees, minimum in minimum. 2017. You're hungry, you work for that you know, great office. Phenomenal. Um, um, uh, Novak, you know, um, and um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a super office and you feel super comfortable there. Yes. Um, my final words to you are, any person that's watching this video, What's the best piece of advice that you can give them on winning in real estate? Invest in yourself if you expect other people to invest in you with their property or with their marketing. Okay. If you don't pick you, they won't pick you. Correct. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Awesome.